Ladies and gentlemen, we are living in an unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented time where your individual liberties are being handed over in the name of a government safety net or for the common good. You're tired of being told what you're allowed to say, how to live your life, or how to raise your kids. And so are we. We are the Break the Bell Podcast, and we believe your voice is your most powerful weapon. Join us weekly as we invade your ear holes with all the insanity that's going on in the world and expose the corrupt system that is hell-bent on keeping the power from you. You can check out Break the Bell every Monday night, streaming live on YouTube, or listen wherever you can find podcasts. Check out Break the Bell, and most importantly, never stop talking. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. All right, Fact Check This Podcast. And today we spend a lot of time talking about red pills and blue pills, white pills and black pills. And uh, you would think that we're all just a bunch of pill-popping psychopaths, which may be correct. But today, I want to talk about a different kind of pill, and this is an older article, but it was something that was brought up on uh, the morning show that I do, and so I figured it might be worth mentioning, just because I don't know how many of y'all actually listen or watch that morning show that we do, and I don't know how many people actually saw this article when it came out. Uh, this is from August of 2020, and we're just going to pull it up here, and, and I'm going to read through pretty much the whole thing, because it's a pretty quick read. Uh, you can listen to it in about four minutes, and I'll probably read through it a little bit quicker than that. Could a morality pill help stop the COVID-19 pandemic? And this was in Forbes. Like I said, this is from August 30th of 2020. Um, this is by Paul, uh, can't really pronounce that last name, Hesse, Hesse, hmm. close enough. Uh, Paul is a physician with long-standing interest in he uh, health policy, medical ethics, and free market economics. He's the co-founder of Freedom and Individual Rights in Medicine, uh, graduated from the University of Michigan Medical School, and completed his residency in diagnostic radiology at the Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis, where he was also a faculty member, and he is now a private practice in the Denver area. All of his opinions are his own and not necessarily shared by his employer or by Forbes. <clears throat> so let's take it from the top, shall we? As the SARS-CoV-2 virus continues to kill thousands of Americans each week, bioethicist Parker Crutchfield has suggested a controversial approach to battling the pandemic, namely a morality pill. Specifically, he suggests that widespread administration of psychoactive drugs could provide moral enhancement that would make people more likely to adhere to social norms, such as wearing masks and adhering to social distancing guidelines. Crutchfield, an associate professor of medical ethics, humanities, and law at Western Michigan University, acknowledges that the idea is far out and controversial. But he does note that well-known chemicals such as oxycotton and psilocybin, the active ingredient in magic mushrooms, can lower aggression and increase empathy towards others, and thus potentially boost our cooperative, pro-social behavior. Crutchfield is not the first ethicist or scientist to explore the concept of a morality pill. Peter Singer and Agata Sagan discussed this idea in the New York Times in 2012. Neurobiologist Molly Crockett has also written about this concept in The Guardian. Although this idea may seem tempting to frustrated policymakers, there are a few important caveats to consider. 
the science is still quite dubious. As Crockett pointed out, and as Crutchfield acknowledges, the various drugs can have a variety of complex effects on behavior. Some good, some bad, and of course, what counts as good or bad depends on whom you ask. Furthermore, the effects can be quite subtle. These drugs may not induce strong effects in either personality or behavior. The concept of a morality pill is pretty controversial among ethicists. As Vanessa Rampton noted in Slate, ethicists of various camps don't necessarily agree on what the right course of action is during difficult dilemmas. Furthermore, studies have shown that various proposed moral enhancement drugs can shift normal volunteers' choices in hypothetical ethical trolley problems in either direction. What counts as the right direction depends on one's school of ethics. What one ethicist might consider a, morally, or a morality enhancer, another might deem a morality destroyer. Rampton also notes, implicit to the ideas that some elite group whether neuroscientists, corporate executives, or policymakers would claim to know some moral truth and then issue rules for the enlightened to follow. I dare say many Americans would be extremely hesitant to outsource their moral decision-making to scientists or politicians. As an aside, this is one of the sub-themes of the science fiction movie Serenity. And if you haven't watched the, uh, the series Firefly, which is what the movie Serenity is based off of, uh, it's... It's really excellent, but like Serenity, uh, not, I mean, it's old enough that it's not a spoiler, but Serenity, the government is experimenting with uh, like certain levels of drugs to control uh, for mind control purposes and to get people to kind of do whatever they, they want. It's uh, You should definitely watch Firefly. Firefly is a, an excellent kind of libertarian or liberty-leaning television show would say uh, like space wild west type thing and then serenity was the movie that was spawned out of that and it's a really a fantastic movie especially it's an, a fantastic movie just standalone but especially if you enjoyed serenity or enjoyed firefly it gives a, a nice little follow-up and kind of a some closure to a series that uh, got canceled way ahead of its time and should have should have gone more than one season, and if uh, if Netflix or Hulu wants to uh, reignite that and and pick it up and and build off of the movie Serenity and and make a couple more seasons of of Firefly, I'm all for it because that, especially with the especially with the success of uh, like The Expanse, like I, I think that I think it's a good time for that. Uh, Amazon Prime. Here's your, here's your opportunity. Pick up Serenity and Firefly and uh, make a couple more seasons. Please, for the love of God, please. Uh, so carrying on. <clears throat> the final point, even if a morality pill were fully safe and effective, the ethics of any mandatory morality pill basically reduces the already existing ethics over mandating people wear masks. Crutchfield recognizes this issue, noting that those who need moral enhancement are also the least likely to sign up for it. He therefore explores involuntary methods such as legally requiring people to take the morality pill or administering the drug secretly via the water supply, which is not beyond these motherfuckers to do. In other words, mandating people take a morality pill doesn't alter the fundamental moral calculus of any proposed policy. It merely makes enforcing good or bad laws easier for the authorities. For now, the concept of a morality pill remains firmly within the realm of science fiction, not science fact. 
those who support wearing masks and social distancing to reduce the spread of COVID-19 will need to stick to old-fashioned methods of discussion, debate, and national persuasion to obtain the necessary buy-in from the American public. Those methods will take more work than slipping a chemical secretly into our water supply. And I'm totally okay with that. So at least he uh, he ultimately comes to the correct assertion that this morality pill thing is definitely not a good idea. And, well, I wouldn't say that he comes to the assertion that the morality pill is definitely not a good idea, but it's not something that would be particularly effective or uh, particularly well-received, especially when you're considering, kind of like with everything else, uh, mandate related with the mask mandates, the vax mandates, the social distancing, like everything that's been involved in this from the get-go, uh, it kind of tends to come down to the people who are the least likely to comply with this stuff are the ones who they're targeting it at the most. Like, like when there have been talks about the potential of this vaccine having, uh, and see, I don't think it's necessarily that nefarious, but that the vaccine is going to ultimately kill everybody or that the vaccine is sterilizing people. Uh, like all of these really kind of nefarious out there theories about the vaccines. I just don't think they're effective. And I do think that they're see like, like my opposition to the vaccines has never been that I think they have a microchip in them. You you voluntarily put the microchip in your pocket every damn day. Like, don't give me this shit about them. They're microchipping us. Uh, you you signed up for it and you pay for it. The the uh, the idea that they're trying to sterilize people with these vaccines. Like, yes, I have seen that for women there have been some severe. Uh, side effects from the vaccines, but I don't think that it's necessarily intended to do that. Uh, you know, like the the heart disease thing, I don't think it's intended to do that. That has obviously been a side effect, but I don't think that's its, its purpose. Like the, the vaccine is not, uh, is not the deliberate population, global population reduction tool that they're using. Why do I not think that it is? Because the people who are going to be the least likely to take the vaccine are the ones who are going to be the most opposed to the government, to the regulations, to the mandates, to all of these things. You are basically going, like, they're not going to deliberately kill off their most compliant segment of the population. Like, they're not going to deliberately kill off the people who are the most likely and the most willing to go along with whatever they want. And and like they point out in this article, like the people who this morality pill would be necessary for are the least likely to take it. So the only way that you have any success with administering something like this is if you started forcing it into the water supplies or something, which, you know, fluorine and, and whatever else that, uh, that they're putting in everything or, you know, check your, uh, check your groceries and the 
the shit that is that is put into the highly processed foods that everybody eats like it's uh all the soy and the resulting low t men and just the complete neutering of masculinity uh, i mean it's that stuff is already going on uh so like there is a level of that that is already going on but they couldn't be so nefarious as to just i mean i say they couldn't they absolutely could but the thing about if they were to be so nefarious as to push the envelope on that and really take it you know take it up a notch and try to force this kind of thing into the system somehow uh there are a lot of people who you would just push them even further away from <clears throat> where we currently are. And the people that you would be pushing even further over the edge are the ones that you are needing to try to bring back to the middle to, to try to, to try to make some, some inroads with. So I, I, I don't see a particular positive outcome of that, but then at the same time, I mean, this is a, you know, this is the premise for a number of sci-fi fantasy type things uh not fantasy that's that goes into different well i mean maybe uh, a different fantasy is a different genre from sci-fi and i'm sure anybody who's listening to me already knows that because y'all are all sci-fi fans and fantasy fans as well probably uh but, but like brave new world uh the movie equilibrium which was excellent um there are even some aspects throughout uh isaac asimov's foundation series that that touches on some of this uh, to some extent, this sort of stuff, like the the idea of this pill or this drug or this you know whatever it is, a shot or something that that keeps humanity docile and compliant is is not something that's all that far fetched. Like it's something that it's the premise of a number of science fiction books and movies and entire genres so the idea is out there the concept is out there like this isn't something that's a, a total stretch of the imagination i think probably the implementation of it is more where they run into their problems and because like the article got into towards the end you know the the people that are the ones who most need it are the ones who are going to be least likely to take it the ones who don't need it or the ones who are going to be lining up to take it. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of like the, the best way to put it, but, but, but kind of like with the vaccine mandates and stuff, like the ones who are, the ones who are ready to jump on board and comply. It didn't matter what the, it didn't matter what the vaccine or what the mandate was. They were ready to jump on board and comply anyway. When it was the masks, they were for it. When it was the lockdowns, they were for it. When it was the vaccine, they were for it. If it had been this before the vaccine was available, they'd have been for it. They are the they are the spineless the NPCs. They don't have a they don't have an independent thought in their head. They are ready to do whatever the corporate press tells them, whatever the narrative tells them, whatever their wise overseers or overlords in, in the CDC and the NIH and the government 
say, this is what's best for you. And they're like, yes, this is what's best for me. I will do this because you said so, because you know so much more than me. And that's like, that's the crazy thing about it is could a morality pill help stop the COVID-19 pandemic? No. No more so than mass mandates. No more so than lockdowns. No more so than vaccine mandates. No. There is literally nothing that's going to stop this pandemic other than deciding that it is endemic and moving on. Because that's the ultimate outcome, is that you decide it's endemic and you move on. A number of countries have done it. Many more are seeming to be moving in that direction. Hopefully the United States will be moving in that direction shortly. And Biden <laughs> Biden officially withdrew his uh, vaccine and testing mandate, even though it got shot down by the uh, Supreme Court. So whether he withdrew it or not, it wasn't going into effect. But it was really cute that he uh, he officially withdrew the, the mandate. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll do some follow-up on this. Give me your thoughts. What are, number one, uh, what are some modern-day morality pills that you see or think are being used? I mean, I talked about the you know, stuff that's in the water, the stuff that's in your food, uh, the neutering of masculinity and whatnot. What are some other things that you see or think of or maybe conspiracy theorize about that are already doing the job of this morality pill uh, without even introducing it as a as a thing? And number two, uh, because this makes two COVID episodes in a row, and I absolutely hate doing COVID episodes. Uh, what should I talk about on Wednesday's show? And who wants to join me for some live streams? Hit me up here in just a few weeks. And I say just a few weeks. I mean, like, forever from now. Uh, February 26th, we'll be resuming the Tuesday night live streams. So we'll do four of those in a row. The February 22nd, March 1st, March 8th, and March 15th. So we need ideas for topics and a guest lineup. So please feel free to hit me up on Twitter. If you're watching the video, the name is right there in the corner. Or uh, if you're not watching the video, it's at jcamp1521. Or you can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, I mean, I have Instagram and all those other things, but I don't really use them. So don't don't try to talk to me on Instagram or uh, definitely don't use MeWe. I, I, I don't ever use MeWe. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Uh, I guess you could hit me up on, what's the new one? Gitter? Yeah, you could try out Gitter. Uh, good luck Good luck getting me on Gitter, but I mean, I have one. It gives me notifications whenever somebody follows me or sends me a message. Those don't happen very frequently, but eh, maybe you can break the, break the mold on that and uh, be the one who hits me up on Gitter. Suggest some articles or some topics for the Tuesday night live streams and volunteer to come on and talk some shit because I promise you, whatever the topic is, we will only talk about it for about five minutes and then we're going to devolve into another two hours of 
everything crazy under the sun. Hopefully, everybody got a little bit of something out of this episode. Uh, be sure to subscribe and share. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Like, actually click the stars and write a review. It goes, it, it makes a world of difference for any podcast to have actual reviews. So, please hit me up with some ideas and give me a uh, subscribe and a review. And in the meantime, I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And I will be back on Wednesday with something. We'll figure it out between now and then. I mean, there are two days, so who knows? Might be something great. Or it might be me running my mouth. It's usually going to be me running my mouth. We'll see how it goes. Have a good one, everybody.